penalty. It's Rapino against Van Feenendaal. It's 1-0. The USA won. The Netherlands nil. Foul, the game's opening up. Rosa foul. Lovely run. Great goal. Brilliant goal. Rosa foul might have won the World Cup for the United States. For the fourth time, the United States of America are crowned champions of the world. And for the very first time, they've done it on European soil. It is finished at the Stade de Lyon in the final in victory and joy for the United States. Hey everyone, welcome to Settle the Score. I'm Allison. I'm Madeline. It's been a little while. It has been, but there's said wild, so weird. much news. <laughs> there is. There's a lot of news. There's a lot of play that we get to talk about. Um, it's been a very exciting month, really, in women's soccer, both um, stateside in the NWSL um, and, of course, with the national team abroad. So I'm pumped. I'm super pumped. I mean, I think we're on, like, national team 4.0 right now. 3.0? What point oh are we at now? Uh, with, like, 5. iterations? 0? Yeah. For me, it all starts with Mia Hamm. Right, so there's and that like, era. And then there's kind of like the Abby era. Yep, so that's and then two. The and then you have the post-Abby era. Which is that like Alex Morgan Rapino? That's three, so this is four. 4.0, all right. I mean, this is 4.0. U.S. Women's National Team 4.0. <laughs> uh, really exciting to see them play. I mean, it was a young, young team. What so did you think? Young. No one was over 30. I was honestly psyched. Yeah, that sounds right. There are things we need to work on for sure. I'm not unreservedly optimistic. <laughs> However, I think that this Australian team is an excellent team that we had trouble dispatching in the Olympics twice. I know that in the Olympics, they did not have two teenage central backs. Mm-hmm. playing for them mm-hmm. although in the second game their stronger central backs did sub in for the second half so there's that and we still um, did well exactly I think that we in that Olympic games the first time we played Australia was kind of a joke game but also we didn't try to beat them you know that mm-hmm. was that weird game where a tie was good a yeah. tie was fine and everybody just kind of played as if they didn't care it was very strange weird Yes. So, and then we only beat them 4-3 in the Olympics, right? In the in the bronze, bronze medal, medal match. Yep. Sam Kerr is one of the best strikers in the world. And the only person who managed to score for Australia was Becky Sauerbrunn. So <laughs> I'd say that overall, that's a pretty good look for this new group of players. And there is just so much to dig into into these lineups and, you know, the nitty gritty. And I have opinions about everyone, but if I had to just have one pull quote other than I think we did very well, it is, I am so embarrassed that Alyssa Nair (laughs) was our goalkeeper in these Olympics. It's so embarrassing. I was like, what's the quote going to be? If it's not about Casey Murphy, I'm going to be angry, but Casey, thank you for delivering. I'm sure she'll make me angry at some point in the future because, you know, no one's perfect. But, of course. Oh, my gosh. 
at one point, Australia got the ball. I was like, no, no, no. And then I was like, oh, wait, there's a goalkeeper. It's fine. <laughs> like, I, I realized that I was having, like, str- leftover PTSD. stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from mm-hmm. not really having a secure goalie for the last yeah. six years or whatever. Right. Honestly, since hope. Let's be real. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I would have felt differently had Ashton had the starting position in that. But still, I mean, we haven't had a secure keeper since hope. I would a thousand percent agree. I mean, I mean, even OK, incredible saves aside, like incredible saves aside, she walks with an air of confidence. She directs the back line with a confidence. And most of these back lines have never, I mean, they're jumbled right now, right? These have not played together, these back lines. And there was like maybe a slip up or two um, in the second match, like a miscommunication. But I am so thrilled by her play. I, I'm also a little relieved because the, the folks that were coming behind Alyssa right? Campbell and French, um, wasn't excited about at all. Like at all. I was just like, is this really the state of goalkeeping in the U S in 2021? Because if so, it is bleak. And I mean, I just feel so much better. And again, as you said, of course, she's going to make mistakes. She's young. There's going to be games where just stuff's going to go wrong, but I, I'm just really excited by her start that goal in the second match again by Becky. Um, nothing she could have done about that. It deflected and it it is what it is, but she just played so well. She came out, she came off her line. Uh, she made big saves. She just, oh my gosh. And she's got height. I was just thrilled, thrilled. I can't say enough good things. I honestly feel like we've been getting gaslit because I even remember seeing like Bella Bixby, right? In the, in the bubble last summer being like she seems really good yeah. right mm-hmm. yes <laughs> she seems like a really good goalkeeper should we not be like taking a look at some of these folks or the answer was yes yes we should have been we should have been and we should have been six months ago like yes. <laughs> pre-olympics like I don't know why why again I can understand like after the um, after the World Cup, moving into the Olympics with a tight turnaround window, uh, in terms of the field players, you know, who you were pulling and all of that. And now we're waiting to see, you know, more field players come in. I get that. Why did you do that with the keepers, though? I, I just, know. it's beyond me. In fact, somehow after seeing these two matches, I am more suspicious of Vlaco's coaching than I was before. Here's hmm. why. Because I really was like, he doesn't have a choice. You can't, you can't change the lineup right that far into a tournament. Ugh, COVID's hard. It's hard to bring people in. But seeing how fast these players were, yeah. how young and fit, full of vim and vigor, and just quite good and quite composed, I think maybe in the end I can blame him for taking such an old team. Yeah. I don't know if that's U.S. soccer or not, but it just seems in retrospect now a little bit foolish. I also think that these stupid victory tour games are so foolish. Are you a professional team or not? Like, you you can't just bring people back because the fans want to see them. I guess maybe you can. I don't know. I don't like it. I always want to be looking towards the future. Well, how many victory tour matches were there? 
Like five. Yeah, I think that's the problem. I think you do two to three, uh, and they can be all in two weeks span. Um, you could do, you know, one on each coast and one in the Midwest, and then that's it. Like hit every part of the country, uh, do three, uh, and and then go and then move on. I do think that second round. I kind of feel like that second round though was because of Carly. And again. I am <laughs> apoplectic about the lack of retirement. I am. I, I think I'm even more apoplectic. Ap- damn it, apoplectic. Ap- apoplectic. Apoplectic. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, friend. Um, like, oh, sorry. I, even more so after seeing this young team um, handle themselves quite well. You know? Can I list out the forwards on the table right now? I'm going to list them out, and we're okay. going to count them. Are you ready? I oh have boy. a list. Okay. One, Bethany Balser. Mm-hmm. Two, Ashley Hatch. Three, Tobin Heath. Four, Alex Morgan. Five, Kristen Press. Six, Mallory Pugh, which we'll get to that. Seven, Midge Purse. Eight, Megan Rapino. Nine, Trinity Rodman. Ten, Sophia Smith. Eleven, Morgan Weaver. Twelve, Len Williams. That's so many women. Yeah. Get out Conf- of here, Tobin. Get out of here, Megan. I'm sorry. I'm just like, Tobin, goodbye. You're done. I don't Competing know. for three Are spots. We, like, what basically. is that? That is, we need to put more women in defense. <laughs> Learning how to play <laughs> defense. I yes. mean, I you have these, and I think they did that with Sofia Huerta in the second match, and I'll, I have some thoughts about that. But, like, I... I, yeah, like you have these incredibly talented players. And again, we've always said, you know, we've always had this gift of talent surplus in the U.S. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of our talent surplus has been in three positions, you know, the top three, you know. So it's just like, I get, I get it. It's frustrating. I, I wonder if like those players, the older players like Tobin and Rapino, particularly, I mean, press, I just really felt like she was finally hitting her stride. And I actually think she's at the her. top of her game right now. So I don't want her out. Yeah, I would like I to see Tobin's her come back. I think too. It's just like. I so, know. I, sorry. I don't we know. We should feel old, two right? teams. Like, I get it. I'm old. It sucks. It sucks to be washed up. But like. <laughs> winning is important. <laughs> I mean, it, that's, I don't know. it's the point in this game right (laughs) not at the expense of everything but uh, sorry yeah I don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be really tough because I think that and I almost feel like the older players had say they're watching these matches at home which of course they are they had kind of expected to see these players these younger players falter a little bit and I wonder if with their performance again um, against a great Australian team and again we know the the mid backs um, the two center backs were a little you know were new and a little bit inexperienced and there's some other younger players on the Australian team but you know they didn't falter they really held their own and they played well and I wonder if some of those more senior players are shaking in their boots a little bit so to speak I'm just not sure what Alex Morgan brings to the table at this point I feel like she hasn't brought anything to the table in a while. I think Alex Morgan brings to the table like some good work on defense, right? She started putting that in, but my but that was God, recent. Lynn Williams, I her know. work rate on getting back in these games was incredible, and Mitch as well. I was very oh impressed. My gosh, 
I tell you, I know they have just Midge. Alex Morgan. Sorry. Uh, bye bye. Yeah. Although it was weird seeing Weaver in that Jersey in the second match. And I and wasn't she kinda, particularly impressed with her, but uh, she didn't get a lot of time no. and she had one. It was a great tackle on Australia, but, um, she kind of looks like her from afar, like the long hair and uh, like shine. She's shiny. <laughs> I was like, it's like, um, it's like a lookalike. Um, but wait, I didn't even get to ask you what, what did you overall think the games went well? What did you think? Oh yes. I very, yes. I very much enjoyed them. I thought that I, there are certain players that, you know, I want to highlight, um, for me, Casey Murphy being at the top of that list, which we already did highlight, um, I think that the first match for me was so fun to watch. We actually had a lot less possession in that much match than we did in the second match, but I thought we played really well. We were finishing, which was exciting. Um, and I, I mean, talking at that top, you know, so, you know, let's talk about this first match. The, the top of that first match, we had Lynn Williams, Ashley Hatch and Mitch purse at the top line and they played incredible. I mean, Ashley Hatch getting her first start and her first goal in under a minute. I mean, it's, it's Macario did basically the same thing, right? I think it was a little longer, but still, um, just incredible. And then having that midfield um, with Lindsay, Andy, and Rose, I feel like Andy Sullivan has, I mean, first of all, she played incredible for the spirit. Congratulations, Washington Spirit, on your NWSL championship. Um and then having her in this position has really given me a lot of confidence moving forward in a world without Julie Ertz. Now, I don't know if that world is going to be in the next two years or if that world is now. I, I don't know. I wasn't super impressed with Andy in these two matches. Really? I thought she was giving away a lot of balls, but I actually think the midfield is a big problem. I think uh, it's the biggest problem. Well, no, defense. I, yeah, this is why I'm like, there's problems, right? The, the, the right. talent the talent is plentiful. Like, that was my takeaway. And it maybe pays to be younger, right? So mm-hmm. I think we've all decided that a lot of stuff that was wrong about the Olympics was just, like, fatigue mm-hmm. and burnout mm-hmm. in the end, right? It just wasn't clicking. And I think, man... When you got everyone over 30, you just don't have as much gas, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I think the talent is there. I don't know what Flatco was doing with the midfield system. It seemed like both teams really loved to just get the ball, fly down the field as quickly as possible, and then like lose it in front of the opponent's net. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of, um, you know, kind of clever... Play from the midfield, yeah, it often See, that's felt where like both midfields were getting skipped over. So I think partially it wasn't Sully's fault, but I don't think she was able to really work a lot of magic in that midfield. But I also mm-hmm. think like, I don't know, Rose is starting to bum me out. I'd like to see Sully, Lindsay and Sam. Sam. Yeah, I think I think that. With having, so what's your starting three? Is that your starting three? I don't know. I got to see it. Um, More? Yeah. The problem with Rose is she is so clever, right? And so you need her in there to do clever things, but she has no finish and she hasn't for a long time. 
Yeah. Um, I was frustrated with her and Lynn a little bit on that. Lynn makes the plays. She delivers the assists, but she herself still can't find the back finishing. of the net. And I'm like, sweet she girl. She did score what? that goal in the Olympics, so she gets some goodwill from me for a while. Mm-hmm. And if you paired her with Hatch, you can score goals and someone else you can score goals. I'm like, yeah, maybe Lynn Williams is on this team. Yeah. I mean, I thought she she did very well with distributing the ball and getting back and, you know, all of that. But um, I I think Andy is going to be excellent. Agreed. Uh, I think she didn't have two great games, but I, I think I what I'm saying is I think it's indicative of a, a midfield style of play issue that needs to be bigger addressed. than her. Okay. They need to start playing out of the back and playing in a more organized system. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, the other thing that I always struggle with is when Sam and Lindsay are on the field at the same time, I feel like that lends confusion. I feel like we, we struggle with that sometimes. And so that's my other thing. I, I want, I, I've said this before. I, if I'm picking Sam or Lindsay, I'm picking Sam but I also don't know how, like, I don't know where, what is the magic sauce in the midfield? And then you throw Julie into that conversation and does she have that spot still, or does she draw back to fill a void in defense that I think I we're think feeling that's such a nice solution? Yeah. Yeah. Because right. If you have Becky, well, let, let's talk briefly about the defense in this starting in this first game. You have Emily Fox, Tierna Davidson, Alana Cook, and Emily Sonnet, my personal <laughs> oh, can we just get it out of the way? Why? Why? I don't even have the energy for it anymore. It was shocking. Like, why? She was very poor. She was. She was poor. And you know what? I One of the things, though, she was. She was. I, you know what? I'm not even going to. That moment when she thought the ball went out and just stopped playing and almost gave up that goal was... Just so amateur. I, I have notes uh, from this match. One of them is Sonic gave away the ball. Surprise, surprise. Like I, <laughs> I just feel like she turns the ball over. I don't have the numbers on this, but I feel like her rate of turnover is higher than nearly any other player on this team. I have something that I wasn't aware of that I'm now very confused about. Oh. So for the spirit, she plays center back she does which apparently she's very good at so why yes what so that's what I've heard and when I you know read online what the commentary is by different folks everybody was saying Emily sucks (laughs) as a as a wing defender like just absolutely cannot she doesn't have the speed for it she she just struggles tremendously she is an excellent center back now I can't say that I've watched again I haven't. I have not watched a ton of NWSL. I have not seen her play that center back that much. If that is really where she is strong, and clearly Vlaco sees something in her. Nobody gets this many chances and sucks this bad consistently, and clearly he's seeing something, or he's blind. So that tells me that he's just putting her in the wrong position. Like it's some, it's something, right? And is Tierna actually an outside back? Oh, uh, for her club team. Yeah. That I don't know. I'm not certain. But I I think Tierna plays excellent where she is. Agree. I think she, I mean, actually, I really love the combo of her and Emily Fox. Now, 
I thought Emily Fox played great. I thought Alana Cook, I don't really have a lot to say there. Um, I thought but, she seemed shaky, but getting her sea legs. I'm interested in seeing more of Alana Cook. You know who I was really disappointed in? And this is second match. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. But Sofia Huerta in that right um, wing defense there. I just, that right outside. I just don't think she played well. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <sighs> Sorry. Okay, we'll get there. Um, now, here's my thing. If I have this group here, I mean, you've got Becky. I'm just saying Becky's retired. Love you, Becky, so much. So Becky's retired. Um, you have Abby Dahlkemper, who is mysteriously, you know, in and out with injury, or I don't know what's going on with Something's her. Something's going on with her. Something's going on. Um, but if she can return to form, if she can be the Abby Dahlkemper that she was for many years with Becky at her side, you have Abby and Tierna Davidson um, in that that center back, or you have Tierna and Julie in that center back. And then you switch Emily to the right side and you let Crystal, when she comes back from her pregnancy, congratulations, Crystal Dunn. Yay! You put her on that left side. That is a defense I would like to see go to the World Cup. Like, I think that could be a really strong... Who's on the right side? I'm just switching Emily Fox to the right side and putting oh, Crystal okay. back on the left. Sorry, I just... Emily... There's two Emilys and... Oh, Fox. Emily Fox. I thought she played well. I thought she was uh, quick. I thought she pushed out of the back and tried to start things up. I think that her last caps were atrocious. But now that I'm looking back on it, she was a college sophomore trying to find a spot on a World Cup team like six months before the World Cup. Can you imagine the pressure? And that's when they lost to France 3-1 was her first cap. So, you know, I feel like grain of salt for Emily. She had a great season at Rossing Louisville. 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 Is that Rossing? Rossing Louisville. They're calling it these days. Excellent. Oh, my gosh. My French accent is bad. Um... But yeah, Fox was great. I thought, she, thought she's it was 23. She's really 23. entertaining to watch her and Lynn combine. I was almost mm-hmm. like, is this too much speed? No, no such thing. <laughs> A lot of speed there. And it was particularly fun to watch them and Rasso and the um, and Dude, Carpenter. That was, she was chippy. They both were. Uh, Rasso can GTH. Um <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, she can GTFO. I have words for Rasso. Uh, I also think Ellie Carpenter is so good at running with the ball, but then just like cannot do anything with it. It it, it was kind of funny. Like, I do think Emily Fox is doing a great job, but I don't feel like Carpenter was ever actually a threat. She didn't have the strongest side to defend. She's fast, though. She's really fast. She's fast. Um, I think... I, I really liked her play up that side. I think, too, you have Lynn in that starting lineup. You had Lynn on the left and Emily on the left, and then Lindsay between them, who, God love Lindsay. Uh, we know that she's not the fastest. Uh, she can use her body and she can move people off the ball, but I think having that speed on the left side to supplement Lindsay was really great. Maybe that was part of why the midfield kept getting skipped over, too. Maybe it was Possibly. almost just an Australia Rasso Carpenter problem in a weird way. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But I I am super on Emily Team Emily Fox right now. Super on Team Tierna. Cook, I I liked her seriousness. 
She was very serious. Yeah, I did not see her crack a smile in either match. No. I feel like. <laughs> no. Um, she did look a little she, nervy. She looked nervous. Yeah. I'd give her more chances. Yeah. And then Sonnet Emily, in this game done. Just... Sonnet. God, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> Gotta in, use last names. When the entire lineup was the same in the second match, except for her, I thought, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Seriously. She deserved, I, I don't think people deserve to be punished. You know, I, I think we can all learn from our mistakes and change, but I did kind of want her to get punished for how bad she was. She was, she was just atrocious, atrocious. And then she comes in and they, I mean, I, it was Becky. It was off Becky. And that broke my heart. Becky was in like for 30 seconds. We'll get to it. I'm we'll sorry. We'll get to it. Mm. Okay. I think the midfield, we already talked about Rose. I'm just, it's, she's got to, she's got to learn how to close the deal a little bit more. Yeah. She ends up just wasting my time. I do want to talk about Lindsay Horan in this game. I'm a little bit torn about her performance because part of me is like, that was incredible. She came back in the second half and just bossed this game. She was everywhere. She was the whole team. But then part of me is like, she could have just been a little bit of a savvier passer and not had to have been like such a boss physically. I don't know. She, she was everywhere doing everything though. She was, she was really, she was involved in everything. And I think, uh, I mean, we go in, let's see, where were we, um, at halftime? Yeah, we were just up by one. That's what I thought. Up by one at half, and I feel like she came out in the second half, and I feel like this is where you see that experience that Lindsay has, experience that really only Rose. Like, who else has a lot Mm -hmm. of – I mean, Tierna has a bit of experience, but that's being generous at this point. So you have, like, Haran and Rose with the most experience on the field at the moment, and I feel like you – that's where you got to see Lindsay's experience as in a second half against a Mm -hmm. good team really shine, and so that's what – I get excited about these new players and then I feel grounded in the experience of some of our older players. And that's, you want both, right? You want, you want both. You need both. So yeah, she did well. It was an impressive athletic feat. I was, she worked really hard. Good for her. Especially in that first game. Her second half was a feat. I thought she had to, she had to shine. She was in the 10 Jersey. She was in the captain's band. She had to, she had to crush and she showed up a a really well-deserved penalty kick that she got in. Yeah. Well done. That was really exciting. Yeah. It was just, it was, I, again, I think I I said this about another game, another friendly previously watching a lot of these younger players play. uh, Oh, that was in um, one of Carly's goodbye matches. It was like Carly and the kids. And it was just really fun seeing these younger players have fun playing the sport. Like, again, it feels that way again. It just feels like they're having a lot of fun playing the sport. And I'm, I'm kind of tired of seeing Alex Morgan's frowny face and Tobin's frowny face sometimes. Like, I'm like, guys, this is a sport. This is meant to be like, obviously you want to win. And, but even in friendlies, like, just remember the love of the game sometimes. Like, football is life, folks. Like, oh, just have Danny fun. Danny Rojas. Danny Rojas. Like, I don't know. I, it was, for that reason alone, it was so enjoyable to see a lot of these new players play. It is weird, too. Did you feel weird a little? It felt weird, but also good. 
Yeah, it was a good weird. I okay. felt like I knew, I felt like there were enough heroes on the field for me that I'm like, okay, I have enough, I have enough emotional investment in these women already that I know I can continue being the same kind of fan. Like I, yeah. I love Midge Purse so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I stand Tierna Davidson. Like I, yeah. there's, I already stand Casey some, Murphy. Yeah. She's the best. There's some good bedrock players here. Yeah. For sure. I have a question about these forwards. So I thought Midge, Ashley, and Lynn were a pretty fun trio. I do wonder, do you think if Sophia Smith had been well, she would have gotten the start? And if so, who wouldn't have? I think it... I was going to say, I think it might have been Hatch, right? But to... Does Sophia play that up that top spot often? I'm not sure. Or is she sure. usually more on the wing? Does okay. Might have been I, Midge. I just was. I hope it wasn't Midge's Midge. Play so much, so much. Yeah. I if that was the case, then I mean, I'm a. I think they're both excellent players. But and if that's the case, and again, I only have those other few matches to compare. But I feel like Midge played much better than Sophia did. And in this match than Sophia did in those previous matches in the goodbye tour. I think Midge is just so smart on the field. She's She's smart. She's scrappy. She's, you know, uh, I love, I love Midge up there. I think she does fantastic. She's making a lot of space. And I really liked how she was connecting with Lynn. Like what if these three forwards got to play together all the time? Don't you think they would be, just as great as Abby and Alex were six years ago. Like, yeah, I do. I do. I I just, my biggest hesitation with these three is Lynn. And it's not Mm. because I think she, she's an incredible team player, but every time Lynn takes a swing at it herself, she misses, it goes over, it goes to the side. And I'm just, I'm so tired of that. Like you are a professional, you are a professional starting on the U.S. Women's National Team right now, you have to finish these, or you at least have to get them on target. And I know you're shooting for the upper corner, the lower, like, I understand, but I don't know. I've just been so frustrated with her finishing that because of that alone, I'm like, I don't know. Fair enough. Well, And, and as you just, said, there's a lot of talent. There's yeah, 11 players. There's a lot of talent. But so if I you're not going to finish... I know she's so good in everything else. She brings something to the table. She does. Blacko has convinced me. I don't disagree. It's the finishing. Maybe I'm at the same place with Rose. It's just you've done all this work and then you turn over the ball. It just seems really simple. I mean, at least Rose got one in this match, but yeah. I mean, and that was a really nice goal. Ripped. Yeah. I mean, it was. So like. She does it. She does it enough that I keep coming back for more. Lynn does not do it enough that I keep coming back. Every time I see her take a swing, I'm like, oh boy, it's a field goal. Fair. Fair. Yep. I hear you. And I mean, Casey Murphy really saved our butts a bunch in this game. Huge. Yeah. That uh, that shot at the end uh, that she saved um, to, to keep it, Zero zero was or zero zero three zero was truly truly. She excellent. made a lot was, of big saves. Yeah, uh, the foot off of Simon save? Kaya Simon just also. Yeah. Oh yes, missed. yes. Um, but 
One thing about this match is, remember when Rasso pushed Ashley Hatch? Just shoved her into the ref and the ref didn't see it? No. <laughs> I don't remember. What was that about? It was she, right before the PK was awarded. Oh, she was... I'm Well, that's... She was just vicious the whole time. The whole time. Vicious, right? And she kind of had this smirk on her face half the time. And I just wanted to, like, slap off. I'm like, what... This isn't rugby. Haley Rasso, you've made an enemy. <laughs> I don't like you. And There's I hope only you lose a- every game you play. <laughs> Madeline only has a few enemies. The other Haley one that I Rasso can think of is Emily White. Oh, Emily? yeah. I don't like yeah. her. When I did I-Ls. like her, but now she rubs me the wrong way. The owl eyes. Owls. I can't speak. <laughs> exactly. I know it's a podcast, but I'm doing them. There they are. She's just a little smug, and I don't care for that. Hmm. Understandable. Well, this was a great game. I felt really good after this game. It was a very fun game. It was, yeah, full agree, fully agree. All right, let's move move to the second match, because clearly I can't keep my opinions on the second match to myself. The thing that was so shocking about this was that Ashley Hatch did literally the same exact thing (laughs) she did in the first game. I, a little, like four minutes, within four minutes. But yeah, no, I know. It's nuts. It, if we, I was delighted. Delighted. We were starting really fast, which I feel like we've struggled with in the past. We've, we've been like slow to start the match. It's like, oh, right, the whistle blew. Let's play soccer now. Uh, this team was not doing that. They were fast off the ball every time. And that, I think, I don't know if um, Australia was like on their heels a little bit. I don't know if they're like, ah, oh, she can't do it twice. But I mean, she did. She did. And it was really exciting to see that. Yeah. Unfortunately, that was the only one, though, on our side. It was. There were good opportunities. Fun things were being done. We did outshoot them. But, yeah, Lynn missed a couple. There were lots of opportunities, actually. I mean, really... And a couple offsides calls, if we had just been like a foot back further, that I think we really would have, um, I mean, the one that was called back on Lindsay, but also there were, there were more even in the first half. Like if we had just been a, just a bit more onside, I think that we, I mean, come on, we know what offsides is with Australia. My goodness. So, mm. uh, and yeah, I'll but forgive them for that. Cause they're still so new. They're all, oh, yeah, they're wee tots. <laughs> We tots. Uh, but as you mentioned, it's the same starting lineup minus Emily Sonnet and Sofia Huerta was in for Emily. But you did not care for Sofia Huerta. I did not. I really, and I, I feel like I've watched her in a match or two previous and I did like her, but I feel like she was playing out of position here, right? I believe um, so. And so I just feel like she really was struggling. Like I, she sent a couple, she sent a ball or two out that was risky. Um, one, she headed at our goal, well over the goal. I mean, she knew what yeah, she was doing that in that. Was but like, right. I'm like, what was that? She also did one with her foot that was like a risky clearance. Um, she played in towards the center a handful of times when she was trying to play out, which I thought was, I mean, I've seen many a goal scored that way on against us um, by our, you know, outside defense playing in to a pile of opponent jerseys. Um, so I thought that was poor. She was not fast enough. She was not getting back in time. She was getting beat on that that side. I don't know. I just and then when she did play up a little bit, especially in the second half, she was able to push up more. Uh, 
she looks a little bit more comfortable in that half, but she's still like, she just was not getting back then when required. And I don't know. I just, I really was not impressed. I don't know if she had a bad game. I don't know what, but I was like, man, if I'm like, it's Emily Sonnet or her on the right side. Good Lord. Like. Yeah. And I, she, she plays on the rain right now. Um, and I don't, I'm not exactly sure what position she's midfield for the rain. Okay. Here's my question then. Surely, surely it would be smarter to just. Oh, forward. I'm sorry. She plays forward and mid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she didn't know what she was doing. She's definitely out of position. Make a list of all of the outside backs in the NWSL. Six, six people. There's got to be more. There's two <laughs> there, there on each team, no, right? No, I know. Like, there's like, I know. But there's like the, 20 of them. And it just pick the best one. Pick, Wouldn't you be I, better you. off with a, a, a mediocre player playing in a the position they're good at? You would think, but frankly, the way this team has been stacked in the past, like even Crystal, like that wasn't, she was not a defender to begin with. Like, I think you... For some reason, they're just picking the the best players and putting them in positions that they're not used to playing. And I think that's I think Sophia really struggled because of that. I mean, de- I mean, honestly, yeah. of course she did. You know, I I was defense, and if you put me up in the ten spot or something, I I wouldn't know what to do with myself up there. So, honestly, I wish I could watch more NWSL, and I'm sorry that I don't. I just like have to work, and I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> that's like so condescending to anybody who watches a lot of NWSL. I should you prioritize make time it for more. other things. That's okay. I should yes. prioritize it more. I just have a lot of hobbies. So, um, but I just, I gotta start watching it because I don't believe that there's just not like pretty good outside packs. Right. No, I'm with you. There had, yeah. It's frustrating. It is. It's really frustrating when you have like such talent in every other position. And I'm like, you, I understand that the forwards attract that position attracts a certain type of player and whatnot, but really the best defensive player that I've seen come out of the NWSL come out of anywhere in the last five years is been Tierna. And now most recently, I think Emily Fox, I mean, and hopefully again, Alana Cook, I just need to see a little bit more of, but if, if Becky is done, if doll Kemper doesn't come back or get her head back, then you have Emily Tierna. I think you pulled JJ back and you have crystal on the, the other side, Emily Fox, to be clear. That sounds really good. Like, I think that's what you do, but uh, that's a little, that's what you do. But I'm like, what? there's such a plethora of forwards. There's even a plethora. Oh, there's not quite a plethora of mid. But like, I also think that a, a forward transitioning to a midfield position is a little bit easier than a forward transitioning to defense. But also, if you put Macario in the mix, there is a plethora of You're right. talent. You're right. So. So where are those defenders at? Yeah. We found I out where the goalkeepers were. <laughs> was super happy, though, because I thought Casey Murphy maybe was just running high off adrenaline in that first game. She had a good game. She's actually just mediocre. Nope. She good. She's good. She's just good. She didn't have quite as many. I mean, there was only uh, two shots on target for but Australia. But she had some in- those but two. But one of the, yeah, really excellent. So, yeah. Uh, again, she just, she carries herself well. She has this confidence. 
Um, and she could have done nothing about the, the goal. And I, God, it broke my heart for Becky. I mean, coming off the bench late in both games, like in the last, what, five, 10 minutes and immediately, immediately they score off your foot. Ugh. I felt very sorry for her. It broke my heart. I was like, oh, is this the end of Becky? Oh, I hope not. It did just sort of feel like, oh, it he shouldn't like, have brought them on. He shouldn't have gone to a five back. Why? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like they were holding their own and be confident. You have a goalkeeper. I also thought like taking Midge out, taking Hatch out and taking Lynn out and replacing them with Christy, Morgan and Ashley and then having those folks be substitutions who are now going against Australia's better, more experienced center backs. I was like, yeah, they still look pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think we needed to go to a five back, but I think he was trying to get everyone in. I think so too. And I like, I mean, I, I like Kristen Muse's play. That was a foul by the way, in the box. Oh yeah. I mean, I get it. She was moving away from goal. Um, but she she just took her foot out from underneath her. Strong agree. And I agree that the refereeing was pretty lax in these games. There it should have was. been a lot more yellows. Yeah. And then they gave Lindsay a yellow for that. I mean, like, all was, right. I mean, it was cheap. But if cheap. that deserved a yellow, Rasso should have gotten a yellow like 20 Rasso should have been with a red card. Two yellows yeah. make a red. Like, come on. There were enough that she pulled that were, she should have had two yellows. Uh yeah, I agree with you. I think he wanted to get everybody in. Um, I like seeing Kristen Mewis on the field. It's fun to watch her. I know nothing about Ashley Sanchez really at all um, and very little to nothing about Morgan Weaver. Um, it was fun seeing Imani Dorsey get in, though. Yeah, I was excited. Yeah, I don't think realistically she has like a huge chance, but uh, it's I mean, great not. to see her in the mix. Look at these players she's up against. Good Lord. But you never know. The other thing I think we can just take a moment and appreciate is, right, we have gotten to see all of these players so much more in the NWSL in the past two years, three years, uh, which I think that the NWSL is becoming more and more competitive and producing better and better uh, athletes. So I think that we're going, hopefully, to continue to have this surplus of excellent talent. Um, Again, hopefully we'll get a few more defense out of that. But... um, yeah, I, I think yeah. that it's the projection is good. Really so. successful trip to Australia. Very much so. And I think um, I'm cut in a way. Obviously, we always want to win. Always want to win. But the fact that Australia came in late and tied this, um, it felt like a loss at the end of the match when it when the whistle blew. Um, and I think in a way for some of these younger players, it's like, you have to, you know, you have to capitalize on every opportunity. You can't get one in early and then hold possession or, and and they possessed better in this match, but you have to put balls in the back of the net. And I think this was a good lesson in a fairly low stakes environment. So yeah, good. I was, I want them to feel the pain of that tie. Yes. Um, who missed the trip? You know what? You know what? mm -hmm. We didn't even mention like Sam Kerr didn't score. They stopped the best forward in the world from scoring. So true. True. And I was gutted for Sam that she didn't win the Ballon d'Or. It's ridiculous. Third place. Miedema should have won it too, but yeah, I I feel like it was maybe a little Spanish slanted or something. I don't because also Messi won and Messi shouldn't have. Messi shouldn't have won. 
<laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's it felt- so little Barcelona slanted, I guess. Yeah. Sorry. It, I Wait, agree. Messi's not on Barcelona anymore. He moved. Oof, I, I know know. that the men that well, but, <laughs> we don't care about the men. Um, I, I could agree with you. I think that, I think Sam was the favorite to win. I'm, I was very surprised. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. PSG. Oh boy. PSG. So that was disappointing. I felt sorry for Sam. I was sorry. She didn't get to score her 50th goal. But at least but her Australia's girlfriend good. came to Australia. I know. Right. That had to be nice. <laughs> that was fun. Um, and then, I mean, we don't have really much time left, but the NWSL final was excellent. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That, that the pace of play, the, the level of play, I feel like is really just taking off and it's only going to improve next year. Right. With LA coming in, like, it's just really exciting. Yeah. So clearly we have to watch it more. I do want to just like very briefly talk about that NWSL Final, the Spirit won against the Red Stars 2-1. to one. Sully scored uh, a PK that was quite dramatic. And Kelly O'Hara scored what? the game-winning goal in the 97th minute. It went Did that overtime. just a huge smile for me? Yeah, it was I mean, awesome. I don't think she needs to come back to the national team, but I was very excited for that. You know what? I, was, I, I feel the same way in general, but again, that position that is – the right side, the right side back is her position. And that's the one that I've been sweating with these two matches. So yeah, I agree with you, but uh, yeah, it was really great to see her kind of cap off. I mean, not cap off, sorry, but like get that for her career. So, but I just think it's really important to mention Trinity Rodman. Wowzers. Wowzers. I mean, wowzers. She's talented. She's 19. That's incredible. I mean, really incredible. I feel like we haven't had, well, Mal Pugh. She was, in, she was a teen. But again, we, TBD there. I'm over uh, Mal. She, I think neither she nor Trinity are vaccinated, and I'm over it. But. If that's really, I, again, I, we don't have any, there's been a lot of speculation and zero facts to back this up. But why weren't they in Australia? Why wouldn't you go if it wasn't for that? If you were called up. Because they didn't even say, like, mental health, you know? Or, I mean, did you need a break? Like, I just, uh, again, you're both. Mallory Ashley Scott, Hatch was there. Right. I mean, you have more, a lot of the, I mean, Emily was there, Sonnet. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have, uh, you have players that, um, Mal more so has more experience and Vlaco's gotten more looks at her. But you have Trinity Rodman who, like, if you, this is your first this is your call up. This is your chance. You take it and you go and you play almost barring anything else nearly. Right. Like the death of an immediate loved one. If it's your wedding, like there are a couple things where I can understand you that might have stopped that, but like what? I don't know. I think unless you're just like, I'm too young. I want to take my career slow. I, you know, I, I want to channel Simone Biles, right? Like I get mm. it, but I, I don't think that's, she seems like a real competitor to me. I don't think that's why she didn't go. Yeah. I think they didn't go cause they're not vaccinated. I, if that's the case, that's just really disappointing. It's really frustrating. I, also because they're playing on teams, right? I, and I think being unvaccinated right now is just being a terrible teammate. And if we all stop at stop signs. <laughs> yes. 
it, because it's safer. Like, ugh. Yeah. Get vaccinated. Yeah. Oy, we'll see. But um, I can't wait to see Trinity Rodman. I don't care if Mal Pugh ever plays for the national team again. Uh, that's my story. Good night. That's her takeaway. Okay. <laughs> You've got too much talent. You've got so much talent up top. I, I think Trinity is part of that. I'm just saying in yeah, reference to I Mal. Don't think, I don't think Mal is at all. I think she's a mediocre person. Uh, sorry. Wow. Poor Mal. Sorry. I don't care. She was, if she's not vaccinated, she was indoor partying with her BF oh, right, after the right, 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 World right, right. I'm just like, I'm sorry, I'm over it. I don't know. I don't know her business, but harsh words from me. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Well, that's under, we've all been dealing with this for a long time, so that's understandable. <laughs> but the soccer brought us joy, so that is good. It really did. Uh, I think there's a bit of a break coming up, though. Obviously, um, NWSL Championship is is done and we won't see the women back in action for some time. Right. Not until uh, do we even have games? I'm assuming something January, there February. Is a she believes cup in the books. I believe oh, there are some that's... friendlies in the books for January. Okay. January I was going to say January. Yeah. Yes. Um, really that's looking be, forward to those. That's going to be a really interesting camp. Cause yeah. I mean, in 20, I can't do the math, nine short days. Today's December 2nd. Uh, we're into the new year, right? That's 2022. You have a world cup the following year. So that's big, right? That is big. Like I, and I think one of the things I hope Flacco learned from this Olympics is, and we, we've talked about this in previous episodes, but you, I want him to, um, whittle down a starting lineup and stick to them and let them play together. And, and yes. they need to start playing together like by mid 2022 and stick with it. I think if they're going to really have a chance to go up and be a contender in the next World Cup. I think you're correct. And I think we're very, very far away from having any semblance of what a starting lineup could look for this team. I truly have no idea. I have no idea. Is it going to be a mix of young and old? Is, is he just going, is he just getting rid of everybody and everybody's new? I mean, I frankly, I don't think you could fault him for doing either, but I don't know what he's going to do. I know there is going to be drama though. And I can't wait. <laughs> there will be. It's, I mean, following this team is a roller coaster and it has been such a joy. I mean, really though, cause we ups and downs and the, so, uh, gosh, I mean, you're all fans. You all know you love it. You do it cause you love it. <laughs> It's great soccer. It's great commentary, social commentary. I mean, there's a lot going on. If you have opinions about these youngsters all under 30, you should let us know. You can tweet us at scorepad, scorepad, scorepod. You can Instagram <laughs> us at scorepod, or you can email us at settlethescorepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, everyone. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. A wonderful new year if we don't see you before then. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.